The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Um, life's failures and successes, they boil down to three major principles. If you've been in church for a while, you'll have heard me share about them. Um, it's either a prayer failure, or if you are succeeding, you got it right in the place of prayer, or a faith failure. You are not using your faith like you ought to. Or maybe doubt, fear, and worry is driving your life rather than faith in God's promises. Or a wisdom failure. These teachings we've been doing, they emphasize that third key, wisdom. One day they came to Jesus and they had problems in their marriages and they were more or less asking him for permission for divorce. Matthew chapter 19. If you begin to read from verse 1. Verse 4, the Bible said, Jesus answered them, Have you not read? See, it's wisdom. The information you are looking for is in a book. That he who made them at the beginning... Please watch how Jesus was solving the problem for them here, which is what we are doing. Go to the beginning. Um, if you want to know how to handle life, check the things God instituted at the beginning. He that made them at the beginning made them male and female and said at the beginning, for this reason shall a man leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. You violate that wisdom that God instituted in marriage. The marriage will never work. Because that's how God designed it. Verse 8. Um, sorry, verse 6 says, So the two are no longer, so they're no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man put us on. Verse 8, he told them, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, and this is where many people miss it, even after you showed them how God, they, they are still trying to form. As if you are smarter than God or you are wiser than God. Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, permitted you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. You will have problems, difficulties, hardship in life. Or you will have it easy, succeed, increase, promotion in life depending on how you align with the way God designed this planet and the way God designed for us to live. And that's what we've been learning. We've shared five secrets from God. Let's look at the sixth secret today that I would like to share with you. I told you last week there were three things the devil did that God neutralized. The earth was without form and the earth was void and darkness was on the deep. Satan needs those three things to operate in your life. These are the three things God did. The first thing he took care of was the darkness. Let there be light. And like we learned last week, he put order in place. Dealing with the without form or shapelessness or lack of order that the devil created. See whether you can figure out the third one as we read these verses of scripture. Genesis 1 from verse 11. This is day 3. Order, you saw God instituting order in day 1, day 2, day 3 and day 4. Look at what they're doing from day 3. Verse 11. If you are there, shout aloud, Amen. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that you seed, 
the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. Jump to verse 20. This is now day 5. Then God said, let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures. And let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. Verse 22. They six again after God created man or when God was creating man. And God blessed them. Somebody shout God bless them. Saying be fruitful and multiply. Fill. Oh sorry this is not man. This is the, the fishes still. Fill the waters in the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And then verse 24 again still speaking to the creatures in day 6. God said let the earth bring forth. Somebody shall bring forth the living creature according to his kind. Cattle and creeping thing and the beasts of the earth. Each according to its kind and it was so. And then he created man. And in verse 28, God blessed them. Somebody shout again, God bless them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air. And over every living thing that creeps upon the earth. What do we see God doing here? We see God calling forth, commanding, demanding abundance. Demanding fruitfulness, calling forth fruitfulness and multiplication and fullness. In other words, we see God activating consciously supernatural increase to deal with the emptiness, the void that the devil had created. That's what you need to do. Praise the Lord. Demand increase. Don't stay on the same level of income. Don't stay on the same level of spiritual growth. Demand increase. Do what you need to do to grow, to increase, to multiply, to be full. That's what we are doing in church. We could have stayed the way we are. That is not God. And that's not God's will for you. Break whatever you need to break up. Change whatever you need to change. Pray whatever you need to pray. Demand increase to deal with the emptiness and the void and the lack and the poverty Satan is trying to shackle your life with. Hallelujah. Father, send us your word this morning. Let us follow your pattern. Let us imitate you. Let us learn from the wisdom you instituted in the beginning that we can come into new beginnings and next levels. In Jesus' mighty name. High five your neighbor and prophesy over him or her. Supernatural increase. Supernatural increase. Supernatural increase. Secret six. God activated supernatural increase. I pray over you this season. This final four months. That's the word God has given us. Supernatural increase shall be activated in your life in the name of Jesus. Spiritually you will experience supernatural increase. Financially, you will experience supernatural increase. On your job, in your business, in your career, you will experience supernatural increase. In your academics and every other area of your life, you will see supernatural increase. Activate it. Don't just watch. 
Don't leave the emptiness and the void and the lack and the stagnation that Satan wants you to have. Learn what you need to learn to bring increase to come to pass in your life. Emptiness is Satan's will. The earth was void, empty. That's the devil's will. Prosperity is God's will. We're going a lot deeper into that in the midweek services. I want you to notice the two drivers that God used to activate supernatural increase. And I, want, I just want to quickly talk about that this morning. Number one driver was the blessing. See, God blessed them. God bless them. Number two driver was seed. You see that in those verses we read. And I noticed something powerful. If you read the book of Genesis, there were three main characters that God used to restart or recreate. The first person was Adam. He blessed him and he gave him seed. When everything went south and men were just messing up and destroying the world, God came with the flood, wiped everybody out except Noah and his family. You read about Noah, God blessed him and God gave him seed or God showed him seed. And Noah would have been the main guy, but some things went wrong with Noah and his children. Eventually, by the time we get to Genesis 12, God found Abraham. And the same thing happened. Look at Noah's story, Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. So, God blessed Noah and his sons. Somebody say, God bless Noah. The same way God blessed Adam and Eve. God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, the same thing, practically the same thing that he told Abraham, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Verse 7 of Genesis 9, as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly, hallelujah, in the earth and multiply in it. Things didn't work out for Noah. Then God kept looking for another man and God found Abraham. And I've shared this with us in church before. The first day I discovered this, my life changed forever. The, the Bible is such an interesting book. And you should really study the book of Genesis. God was working with people, different men, different men, different men. If Adam didn't work out, Noah didn't work out, then God found Abraham. And after God found Abraham, from Genesis 12 till the end, the rest of the book is about Abraham and his seed. Perhaps it could have been about Noah and his seed. Perhaps it could have been about Adam and his seed. But it was about Abraham. Genesis 12, from verse 1, the Bible said God had spoken to Abraham. Verse 2, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. Hallelujah. The same thing that happened to Noah. The same thing that happened to Adam. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Verse 3, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. In two verses, God mentioned the word bless or blessing or bless five times. It's all about the blessing. That's how increase comes. That's how to activate it. That's what God instituted at the beginning. Glory be to God. And that's what to do. Let's talk about the seed. Look at Adam. Let's start with Adam again. And by the way, before we talk about the seed, Ephesians 1, 3 says it's about you and I, the new creation. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. Can somebody shout again this morning, I am blessed. With every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. If your Bible is like mine, the title there is our redemption in Christ. The first description of our redemption is that we are blessed. Just like the first thing God said to Adam is that we are blessed. Just like the first thing God told Noah, blessed. Just like the first thing God told Abraham, blessed. It's all about the blessing. I'm going to come back to that as we close this morning. Let's talk about the seed. So after God blessed Adam and Eve in Genesis 1, 20, 28, look at what he told them in 29. And God said, see. Can you tap your neighbor and shout, see. Catch revelation. Let your eyes open. Embrace the wisdom of God that has been there from the beginning. Success and failure depends on this. See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. In other words, I'm not going to plant any more trees for you. I'm not going to give you any more fruits. I have designed a mechanism for fruitfulness, for increase, for promotion, for growth. It's in the seed. And instituted that in the plants, in the animals, and in man. And those are the two drivers of increase. Learn to function in the blessing of God, and learn to seed your life. And like I've been shouting for the last few months, start with these three areas, your time, your talent, your treasure. Master seed in those three areas. Learn to seed time. Learn to seed your talent. This is what we're talking about, serving God. Learn to seed your treasure. That's how you can increase. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. So what happened in this case of Noah? After the flood and everything had died, and Noah was in that ark. I mean, the Bible actually gives us the time. You can do the calculation yourself if you read Genesis 7 and Genesis 8. Several days. Chapter 8. Let's read from verse 15. There's something very powerful the Bible tells us. Genesis 8. Hallelujah. Is somebody learning something this morning? Are you sure? And are you committing to apply what you are learning? Ah, only three people responded though. I hope I'm in the right place. Are you committing to learn these secrets from the beginning we are sharing with you? They will change your life. From the first one of spiritual illumination to this one we are talking about of commanding increase. Don't stay on the same level though. That's what Satan wants for you. Then God spoke to Noah. Verse 15. This is after the flood had resided. Go out of the ark. You and your wife and your sons. And your son's wives with you. Verse 17. Bring out. <coughs> bring out with you every living thing. Of all flesh that is with you. The birds, the cattle. Every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. God was just talking to him an instruction. So that they may abound. 
so that they may abound on the earth. Verse 18, so Noah went out. And look at the first thing Noah did. Because Noah understood the seed principle. Verse 20, then Noah built an altar to the Lord. And took off every clean animal and every clean bird. And offered burnt offerings on the altar. You can begin to imagine how many few animals and birds he had. Only two of each kind entered. My conclusion is it's either more than two entered. Before they entered the ark or they multiplied while they were there. Regardless, he brought an offering to God. And verse 21 says, God smelled a soothing aroma. And the Lord said in his heart, verse 22, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, what will happen? They will not cease day and night. Look at the things in the category of seed time and harvest. The seasons, the time, and the days. Jump down to Abraham. And I really need to begin to close now. After God had appeared to Abraham and told him to live in Genesis 12, look at verse 7. God appeared to Abraham and said to him, To you and your descendants I will give this land. Watch out all these men that God commanded the blessing on them. Watch how they were able to function in that blessing and cause it to bring increase. It's through the seed principle. That giving sacrifice was Noah offering up a seed to God. The same thing Abraham did. God said to him, to your descendants, I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. You read from Genesis 12 to Genesis 13. Abraham built at least four altars, three or four altars, and worshipped there. That's how he was doing. Two things drives increase. The blessing that God has commanded on you, and how you seed your life. Built altars. You see, your worship is a seed. The sacrifices you make to God, from your finances to your stewardship, they are seeds. Genesis 14, Lot was kidnapped, everything was destroyed. Abraham went to war, fought, conquered the six kings. The Bible said Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought bread and wine from verse 18. After Abraham had conquered, bread and wine. Hebrews 7 tells us Melchizedek was a shadow or a type of Jesus. It's like Jesus constituting the communion in his last days or before he went to the cross. Verse 18, Genesis 14. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high. And he, Melchizedek, blessed him, Abraham, and said, Blessed be Abraham of the most high God, of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. I wish I had time to talk about that. Verse 20. And he blessed, and he said, Blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And what did Abraham do? Abraham gave who? Him, Melchizedek, a tithe of all. And this is how Hebrews 7 describes it. If you read from verse 1 to 9, because of time I read just verses 7 and 8. Beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. Who is the lesser there? Abraham. Who is the better there? Melchizedek. He was talking about Melchizedek here. In our own case, who is the lesser? Us. Who is the better? Jesus. So verse 8 says here, mortal men receive tithes. But there, he receives them. King James uses a small h. He's talking about Jesus. 
They shall have used the capital H. He receives them there, of whom it is witness that he lives. Who is it witness that he lives? Jesus, the resurrected one. It's through our seed that we are able to fully activate the blessing that God has put on our lives. That's how God set it from the beginning. Can somebody see that this morning? Hello. So what did Apostle Paul say? Rise up on your feet as we close this morning. Talking to the new creation. What did Apostle Paul say? Galatians chapter 4. Hallelujah. Let's read from verse 15. Now you Philippians, or you Nigerians, you know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving. See, this is why we teach giving and receiving in church. This is why we encourage people to tithe and give offerings. This is why we teach stewardship. Giving and receiving. No one communicated with me in the beginning but you guys. Verse 17. Not that I seek a gift. Some people will go on social media and say, all oh, these pastors that are telling people to tithe and give offerings, they are looking for money. You are entitled to that opinion, no? That's social media opinion. And I'm sure you can make a very strong argument with that. But listen to Bible arguments. Not that I desire a gift. But I seek fruit. The plan of God from the beginning. I seek fruit that abounds to your account. That's why I taught you giving and receiving. Indeed, I have all and abound. Verse 18. I am full. Hallelujah. Somebody shouts, fullness is the will of God for my life. Emptiness is the will of the devil. Please learn how to activate it. Two drivers, your, the blessing of God free over your life. And how wise you are to seed your life. Including your giving and receiving in church, which is what Paul was teaching them here. I already have all, so I'm not teaching you giving and receiving because I need money. And I abound. I am full. Having received from Epaphroditus the things that you, that you sent, um, things sent from you. And look how we connected our giving and receiving to what Noah was doing in Genesis 7 and 8. A sweet smelling aroma. That's what our tithes and offerings are. That's what our seeds are. God didn't tell Noah to sow. If you read that text I read to you in Genesis 7 and 8. God just told him, you and the animals, go and abound. And no one knew the way to abound is to sow seed. And when he did it, God was pleased. Ah, smart boy. Smart boy. And verse 8, I mean chapter 9, verse 1, God commanded the blessing. again. A sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice. What's talking about? Our giving and our receiving. Well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That is supernatural increase. When God supplies, all your need is not money. How many of you need a marriage here? 
or a good marriage? How many of you need good children here? How many of you need good health? How many of you need to prosper in your career? In your academics? In your ministry? How many of you need a sound mind? You need it. Or you want to go to Yaba left? Or is it Yaba right? All your need. Hallelujah. By his blessing. As you see it. Lift your hands. Open your mouth. Talk to God this morning. I speak those words. Philippians 4.19 over your life afresh today. My God shall supply. Come on, open your mouth and pray and talk to God. All your need. All your need. All your need. My God shall supply. All your need. Not just your money. All your need. Kalabosa kantayala poroso. According to his riches and glory. Come on, open your mouth and pray. Can we have the anointing oil that we want to use to pray for the children? Pastors that are going out to pray for the children. Keep praying, church. Quickly come. All your need. If you believe what I've shared with you from the beginning today. Open your mouth and just pray. And subscribe to the blessing. Subscribe to the blessing. Subscribe to seed sowing. Surrender to it. Let God teach you. Let God show you. My God shall supply. My God shall supply. Quickly come with the anointing on. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0 0 0 0 0640